Fellowship Church devotional designed to give you the spiritual nourishment that you need during this difficult time of COVID-19 social distancing. Our scripture reading today is from Acts chapter 1. We're just going to look at verses 1 through 3. This is what the word of the Lord says. In the first book, O dealt with all that Jesus began to do and to teach until the day that he was taken up, after he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles whom he had chosen. He presented himself alive to them after his suffering by many proofs, appearing to them during 40 days and speaking about the kingdom of God. The idea that we're dealing with today is the, uh, the idea, the fact, that the Holy Spirit is still on duty. The Holy Spirit is still on duty. You know, when Gwen and I lived in Paraguay, we lived in a neighborhood that had a night watchman. It wasn't anything really official. Our watchman was just a regular guy whom each neighbor paid a little money to each month so that he would sit in a chair on the sidewalk. He'd sit there all night long. Maybe he'd walk around the neighborhood a little bit. And if anybody, you know, he could make a racket if any nefarious characters tried monkey business while we were all asleep. Well, one morning, I heard a strange noise in front of our townhouse. I looked out the window to find a burglar breaking in the window of my neighbor's car. I threw the window open, and I shouted at the guy who promptly ran off into the early morning mist. Where was our watchman, I wondered. I started looking out onto the street late at night, trying to notice what this man was doing. I discovered that he was nowhere to be seen after 10 p.m., And I really began to wonder if anybody was still on duty after 10. I mean, ever. We were counting on the watchman to keep us safe while we slept, but it certainly seemed to me as if we were really on our own once our heads hit the pillow. Now, I wonder if many Christians don't have that same doubt in their mind about the Holy Spirit. Sure, he was there at the beginning when the church was new, but is he still on duty today like he was then? Well, there's an interesting detail in these three verses that we have before us that give us an answer to that question. These three verses are rich in theological truth about our Lord Jesus, aren't they? Luke tells his reader, Theophilus, that the first book he wrote, the Gospel of Luke, was just the beginning of the story of Jesus, just the start of all that Jesus began to do and to teach. The verses tell us that Jesus was taken up into heaven after giving the apostles that he had chosen careful instructions about what they were to do until he came back. He presented themselves to him alive, it says, offering them many infallible proofs of his resurrection, as an older version of our Bibles tell us. That's pretty impressive stuff. But the detail that caught my attention is in verse 2, where we're told that he had given commands through the Holy Spirit to the apostles. Now, I was struck by that phrase, through the Holy Spirit. We all know what's coming in chapter 2, don't we? The arrival of the Holy Spirit and his filling of each one who'd put their faith in Jesus. But here, before that happens, is the self-same Holy Spirit somehow at work in the communication that's going on between Jesus and his apostles. And this is happening days before Pentecost. Oh, you mean the Holy Spirit was on duty before the day of Pentecost? Well, if you've read your Bible, you know that the answer to that question is, well, of course he was. The Holy Spirit was at work in the Old Testament, 
He was filling anointed prophets and priests and kings. He was coming and going in some strange fashion. He was resting on specially chosen instruments for a while, and then he was departing when the moment of need had passed. And on the day of Pentecost, of course, something new happened. The Holy Spirit came to permanently infill all of God's faithful people, not just a few who were chosen for a special mission. But of course, in these three verses of chapter 1, we find him doing work before Pentecost. And what, what was he doing? He was making known to the disciples the truth of everything that Jesus was telling them. And that was the work of the Holy Spirit on that day. And it's still the work of the Holy Spirit in our day. He is still on duty. And now think about this. If you've put your faith in Jesus, how did that happen? Did you just happen to see that you were a sinner? Did you accidentally wander into a Bible study and hear that Jesus' work on the cross for you was saving and helpful to you and could take you from death to life? Did you arrange to be born in a gospel-saturated land rather than being born in a land of pagan darkness? Well, of course not. You didn't do any of those things. How then did you come to faith in Christ? Well, you came to faith in Jesus because the Holy Spirit was on duty guiding you to the gospel, opening your eyes to your need, giving you faith to believe. And this, all of this was happening before you were even aware of his presence. See, we all come to Christ Jesus through the work of the Holy Spirit. But do you realize that he's still on duty in your life today? Some Christians, I think, have a mistaken idea about these matters. They think that salvation is a one-time experience caused by a one-time work of the Spirit, and then they're more or less on their own, left to find their way through life practicing the Christian faith without any help. Well, perish that thought. Dear one, the Holy Spirit is still on duty. His work doesn't end with our conversion. In fact, once he begins his work, he never quits at all. Listen to what Jesus said about the matter in John fourteen six. And I will ask the Father, said Jesus, and he will give you another helper to be with you forever. Now, if we understand what Jesus is saying, then we understand this truth. The Holy Spirit will be with each believer forever. He not only brings us into this life with Christ, but he keeps us safe in the life of Christ all the way home and then some. Now, what a comforting thought that is. Do you know that he's on duty in you? Have you come to recognize the signs of his presence in your life? Can you tell that he's marked you as Christ's child for the day of redemption? These things are the birthright of every believer in Jesus, and they give us great assurance and comfort as we trudge through this seriously fallen world that we live in. So here's the question. How are you and the Holy Spirit doing these days? Let's pray. Lord Jesus, thank you for the gift of the Spirit. Thank you that through his presence in our hearts, we receive all the gifts you bought for us on Calvary, and that all of our salvation comes to us through his indwelling. Teach us to know you intimately through your indwelling presence in us, in your spirit. 
Encourage our hearts and make us bold witnesses to your power to change our lives. It's in your name that we pray, Lord. Amen. Well, join us here Monday through Friday for more devotionals from BFC Pastoral Staff and join us Sundays for our online services. Visit our website, bfcsebring.com, for more resources. Follow us on Facebook at BFC Family for service updates and other helpful articles. Thanks for joining us again today. Stay safe.